like you better with glasses. Too bad. I like me better without them. Welcome back, pretty fans. This is Vicky Pizzalia, host of Better With Glasses. I'm here with Casey. Hey, hey. And we are here for episode four. Yeah, by the end of this, we'll be more than halfway through the series, and uh, it's been a it's been a wild ride already. But before we go into the the episode, I uh, just wanted to really quickly, guys, um, say thank you for all of the follows, all of the likes, all the subscribers, support. All the support. It's just so nice to know that people are engaging with us, engaging with the material, and love the the source material. Um, when I started this, I think I said something like, I didn't know uh, how it would go, but I just, I had such a great love for this cast, great love for the show and the story. And it's just really nice to be able to share things that that you love with other people and uh that they're there's such a a a great strong fan base out there yes i've been doing podcasts for a long time and but whether it be sports or movies reviews or other stuff and this is by far the most uh support that i've seen so it really is special you guys are awesome yeah all right so episode four is summer heat and before we get into it i will just lead by saying this is Far and away, my favorite episode. So many cinematic elements to this episode. And I'm not lying when I tell you that Vicky's watched this episode 25 times. <laughs> more more than any any other ones, I I think. So and it's also our dog's favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check out a check out a post of uh our dog Shay being totally and completely enthralled by uh by what she was seeing on the screen. But it's 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 a top episode. I think that a huge reason for that is it's it's a good standalone. We were talking about this earlier. It's Set a around one holiday. Yep, which is the Fourth of July. So can't go wrong with a holiday episode. Yeah, I think back to all the best ones: mm-hmm. Friends, Thanksgiving episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, the Office Christmas episodes. There's it's it's a been forever, and they always work yeah. work well. It's a great backdrop. And yes. one one thing that sucked me into the show in general is that it's released in the summer. It is in a beautiful place. I'm immediately transported to wherever they are, and I I, I want to be a part of that. And throwing parties, getting the decorations in order, all that stuff, their excitement uh, around it, some more than others, based on the the guest list for uh, for for the party. Um, but it's just, it's just great. Um, and it starts off with belly, belly. Uh, sometimes they start off with flashbacks and this episode, they started with a voiceover from belly and she's just excited. It's, it's a nice voiceover because she talks about the 4th of July. We find out it's Susanna's favorite holiday. She talks about the tradition of it, but she said that this year, go, Kind of going back to what she said at the end in a voiceover of the first episode. She said, well, this year it's going to be different. Things are changing. People are changing. And maybe I should too. And fast forward four episodes now. She's she's done that. She's excited because it's not just about her as a part of this family tradition. It's her and she has friends that are coming over and she has plans. She's turning pretty. Yeah. Uh, that leads to the breakfast 
scene. Breakfast scene, Laurel is is wearing makeup. They're poking fun at her for for wearing makeup. We find out that the uh the dads, uh well, I guess we find out one of the dads is is coming. Dad's new girlfriend, Victoria, what? is is coming and staying in the room next to next to Belly. So that's a great little setup. You see, what is it? Conrad went out to start working on the clams or whatever. Like they do a big, a they do, yeah, they do a big clam bake. Oh, he's going to wash the clams. They they do a clam bake. He comes back in. I didn't quite understand this. I still, I don't know. I, I I'm going to need more from season two, which I think they're going to deliver on. But uh, he's just so happy. <laughs> like he he's not happy a lot, and Conrad is very happy when he finds out that his dad isn't isn't going to be coming. I know it's weird. It is. It is weird because you don't you don't know a lot about that relationship yet. But uh, Jeremiah is clearly clearly bummed uh, about it all. He wanted to show his dad some fireworks. Yeah, it's pretty heartbreaking. That'll come back. Right. Uh, cut to I, I. I just it's it's a very small scene, but I figured it's important to to state. Then you get Laurel kind of uh, going off to a side room and texting Adam Fisher, and you don't know what she's going to text, but you know she's probably calling him out for for working and instead of coming to the beach house so you got that into one of my favorite scenes oh the making the bed scene. making the bed scene making the bed scene apparently it really works oh yeah <laughs> yeah conrad fisher of of the summer i turned pretty taught me how to get tight corners uh it's a very small part of the book and I had to go back and find it because I, I could have sworn that it was in there. But in, I believe it's book two, when, um, not to spoil too much, when Belly is at Brown with Jeremiah, she makes a comment about how his bed is unmade. And she makes a comment about how he always makes, makes his bed at the summer house and hotel hotel corners and everything is... Uh, is what was brought up in the book. So it was nice that that Jenny brought that back and then also made a very, very cute scene out of it. I think it's an important scene. Well, you get to see them. And like she mentions, what it, this is what it could be like, mm-hmm. you know, the good times of just them joking around. It's a very... It is a, it is a good scene. It's a very adult thing. When you and I, when you and I first got together, 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 we, I, I would always comment on, oh, I've always wanted to go grocery shopping. Yeah, go with furniture some, shopping. Go furniture shopping, yeah. Because those are things that you don't do with just somebody that you're and dating. And you don't do when you're young, generally. And you don't do when you're young. So um, I thought that was that was well-written. And somebody can fact-check me on this. This is the first real scene of those two interacting where there's no tension. Michelle. Yeah, I yeah. for me, my first time watching it, this was the first time where I was watching those two together. And I, without having to make up in my own head the fact that they had history, it was the first time I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I, I can see why she is into Conrad. If that's, if a lot more of those scenes is the history that they've had together, because it's the first time, you know, like, other than the interaction where he's smoking pot and she calls him out on it and then the one uh after the drive-in those are the only two other scenes that we've seen of those two together and 
here, they're laughing and joking and he's being funny and charming. He's he's capable of being a happy person. Yes. Then where are we at? Oh, oh, great arrival. Oh, yeah, the music too, yeah. The music coming in and then you see a car roll up. Victoria steps out. Ray DeRosa. Shout out. Trying to get her on the podcast. Yeah, she's great. Uh, what was your reaction when she stepped out of the car? Every every fan reaction I've seen comments on how young she is. Common trope, I would say. Mid-40s divorced person. They always go younger. Yeah. Right? And she looked like she was, I would say 30s, late 20s to 30s. Uh, very pretty. It made sense. She was just yeah, she was just young. Yeah, she was just young. And uh and it and then it gets commented on. So I, I like that they did it, but I like that the, the kids actually comment on it. The rad dad himself, John, is a pretty good looking guy, right? So I think I think definitely believable. Okay. Okay. What is it? what's everyone else's reaction? Well, everyone else's reaction is like, oh, she's a child. How, like, how, how old is she actually? Which it, it's, is in line. It's funny watching That's... reaction videos because then you get, you know, uh, Belly saying the exact same thing uh, upon, upon meeting her. Well, if you think about it, she's like, it's like 10 years difference. Yeah. Which isn't too, too much. Yeah. But I like, I like the insert. I like that they introduce the character. Um, I, as she's young enough where I thought that in the next scene, Jeremiah might have a chance. If he <laughs> just keeps playing that playlist. <laughs> well, hitting on her. There's a, yeah, there's, there's a lot of opinions about how Jeremiah is like almost too flirty. He's always got his game turned on. <laughs> then we get a great quote. From Belly oh, the, uh, to Steven. Like, we got to do something about this. We got to check her ID. She does not look 27. Knock off Dakota Johnson's getting her claws. Claws and her dad. It's a great scene. <laughs> it's good. And and they're quick. I like I like the, the fact that it's all very good content, but the scenes are quick. Because I thought she looked a little bit like Dakota Johnson. But then you think thinking yeah. it's Fifty Shades of Grey, I would say. Like he's like, oh yeah, we decided like that we're gonna stay at a hotel. Susanna's still being the hostess with Moses, right? I love her character, but Laurel and Belly are like, oh yeah, no, like that sounds Please. great. Full house here. Then we get a another rare scene, I would say. A lot of happy moments in this episode, right? Yeah. Before get, shit had yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You get the two brothers and then belly in the kitchen and it's a rare for them to have such a a jolly scene i you love know, that all scene. huddled around the blender the great kool-aid debacle of 2011 i was like was yo what makes kool-aid in a blender in the book they love slurpees and uh, apparently they wanted a slurpee there are no 7-elevens around in cousins so they decide to to make their own Slurpees and they're going to use Kool-Aid to, to do it. They do it when they're young. They do it when they're young. So I think Jeremiah and Belly are eight. And they just decide to take out the blender that they probably shouldn't even be messing with. Proper Kool-Aid construction. You get the big plastic jug mm-hmm. and the big ass wooden spoon. Mm-hmm. And then you go to town that way. Do you have a favorite flavor of uh, Kool-Aid? Red. Red. Okay. I'm with you. 
Apparently, that's the uh, the Fisher's color of choice as well. I was thinking high C. I was thinking high Fisher C. Punch. I was thinking ecto cooler, but that's high C. Kool Aid. Red. I mean, I guess red is the classic. Yeah. Man, yeah, we got to get some Kool Aid. Okay. Got to get some Kool Aid. But continue. It starts off with uh, oh Marfa. There's a great Marfa reference. I didn't know about any dusty town in Texas called Marfa. Marfa. Real quick for y'all. So Marfa, they it had a art installation. It's like this dusty Texas town, middle of nowhere, and they had a Prada art installation still there. Um, so if you look up Marfa Prada, you'll see middle of nowhere Texas town with a literal Prada store in the middle of it, and it's a huge Instagram spot. People go there, take pictures. It used to have real product stuff inside of it. I'm not sure if it still does, but famous, very famous. I didn't know about that. There's also a Target, uh, not in Marfa, but a Target in Texas where it's kind of a similar idea. It's just like in the middle of the desert with a little Target logo on it, and it's a building. Hook that up, too. And it is where Victoria learned how to make pomegranate margaritas, which Belly asks for some. She, I don't, I don't know if you know. Yo. when you're brought to, I've got a this killer house, theory. You're the- gonna make pomegranate margaritas and then also give the 16 year old some without checking with the parents. All right, let's stop right here and let's revisit this later. Okay. I don't want. I don't want to. It's got to be for after because I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Uh, I like the scene. There's a scene before that where. Shayla is interacting with the with Laurel and hedge Mr. Conklin about hedge fund. But she's just she's such a great character. I just shout out to Minnie Mills. Great fit. Outfit? Yeah. Great, great outfit. There's a new interview with Minnie actually where I learned that she auditioned for the belly role, but they I guess the director or the casting directors loved her so much, they decided to keep her, and they built Shayla, the character, around her. Get out of here. Yeah. So, and thank goodness that they did, because she, I I think Steven needed a plot of his own. Well, and those two are, they 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 work very well together. They work very well together. They're the, like the cool kids of the bunch, I would say. <laughs> Great shirt. His his bowling shirts are are hit. They play well. For Halloween, we can dress up as uh it's getting to be that time. Time of the year. You're gonna still be in love by Halloween, so I don't know if this is gonna step on your blender scene, but as they're making the margaritas, there is I don't even know if there's a knock on the door, but Conrad's talking about how he loves when Laurel puts his dad in his place and then in walks the dad. Awkward, awkward moment for everyone. I feel the worst for for Jeremiah in that episode. He's so happy, which honestly, of course he is. He's so happy to see his dad. Conrad's pissed again. And Susanna, I was I was thinking Susanna, I didn't know how to feel, but immediately when Susanna walks in just like there's tension he gets the brunt of it mm-hmm. the dad and although we you know we find out that he did something to warranted warrant it it's on Laurel for inviting him you know he was staying away on on purpose he was doing, yeah. he was doing yeah. what I'm supposed to do yeah he he showed up because of 
because of Laurel, but hard to put yourself in. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, big time. Then great, great scene. It could be a, a throwaway, but I, I love watching it. I love the young cast. And this is the first time we get to see them all interacting together. It's the beach scene. Mm. Belly brings out the picture of margaritas. It's a great party. Just sitting there and just enjoying life. Uh, Belly. <laughs> oh, you just know how it's going to go. And I'm I'm all here for it. But Belly wants to play a drinking game. So they they start playing this drinking game. It's a fun, it's a fun little scene. Good music. Boys are playing cornhole. I love it. You can see the girls dancing in the background. Belly just girl keeps pouring. <laughs> she poured herself how many margaritas for a girl for, for a girl who has never drank before. Dr- yeah. They forgot to show the puking scene. <laughs> Again, another book shout out. Apparently, Belly likes tequila. There's a a scene in in book two, uh, and I don't know if that's her first time drinking, but uh, they decide to drink. It's her, uh, Jeremiah and Conrad, and there's a scene in the book where they decide to drink. She it's the same thing actually. She she takes a shot of tequila. She says, "Oh, that's that's not bad." And Jeremiah and, and Conrad just start laughing at her. I think Jeremiah says something like, oh, that's because it's mixed with 95% water. But she's a tequila girl. Who knew? So Cam and Belly. Cam and Belly. Um, Conrad Steven, and Nicole. Conrad and Nicole. Stephen and Shayla, Shayla, obviously. And which leaves out Gigi and Jeremiah. Yeah. But Gigi is in love with Jeremiah. Gigi loves him. He's not feeling. I wonder what beef that Jeremiah has with Gigi. I don't think he has beef with. He doesn't like her. She's cute. She's cute. I I like two kids should get together. Yeah, yeah. Jer Jer has some other things on his mind, which we'll get to. Dad, dad. Yeah. And fireworks. In fireworks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I like the I like the cornhole scene. It's it's shot so well. This is you said this, but it's it's a very well shot episode. Even the pieces without a lot of dialogue. Uh, when who is it? Steven and Cam. They win the cornhole game and they just run at each other and hug each other while Jeremiah is looking at his older brother like happened. It's great. True to life. True to life. Yeah. Then we get what you said was single-handedly the best Lola acting scene. Oh, yeah. Potentially in the entire seven episodes. Because you know she's not actually drunk. Lola? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's a good acting scene. She's got, she's asked to do a lot. I mean, this girl is going to be a a star. All-star. She's going to be a Disney princess one day. Yeah. It's the scene on the... And Cam can act his ass off, too. Yeah. He it's really a, can. It's the scene on the gazebo. Yeah. Like, there are two of the stronger actors in the show. She's... What happens? She's sitting there. He comes. And I love I love Cam. He is trying to get her to drink water. Very believable. He's like, oh, here's you know, some water. Get this. You think Cam's feelings go down at all by having Belly getting all wasted? Because he thought he had a compadre and yes non-drinking yes right yeah so he was like i feel if i was cam 
I've gone through periods of not drinking before. I'd be like, oh man, I thought I had a a soldier with me. Yeah. A partner in crime. I could see that. I think he's also probably freaked out that he's seeing this other side of her and this other side of her that doesn't have any inhibitions yeah. is staring at Conrad playing football. This is just, why most relationships in high school don't last to college. This is the this is the this is the quintessential RIP Cam episode. You know, I know there's more to to happen, but he just it you know where it's gonna go. He already felt that way. We talked about it at the end of episode three, and now he's actually watching it play out. I'll play on from yeah. baddies? Well, then we get, I I knew, I knew Belly was going to fuck up. I just knew it. And when Nicole is asking Belly, like, do you think Conrad is, is actually into me? She, Nicole actually verbalizes that she's concerned about it. He's kind of hot, cold with her. They haven't hooked up yet. And Belly kind of saves it, right? Belly, Belly, every time they, her and Nicole have an interaction about Conrad gets pretty clammed up and like doesn't quite know what to say. This time, it's like, well, he talks about you a lot. Gives gives Nicole like a glimmer of hope. And I thought that's where she was going to mess up. But no. No, it's, it's in a different way. It's... I love the dress. Taylor got me the dress. Oh my God. You and Taylor are the exact same person. Mega fashion-y? You're both mega fashion-y. Great scene. Mega fashion-y. Baddies? Baddies. Are, we quote that more yeah, than, than anything else. Baddies. Baddies, right? And you like the same summer boys. And which is like, record stops. Yes. Um, yeah. Minnie played that really well too. Like the yeah, the too. yeah, the the change of her face. Cam like, is now yeah, Cam is now like stively pulling at her arm and belly unravels. Uh then football. Oh, well, yeah, then then football. Then football. So Conrad and Jer yeah. are tossing the ball around. So I'm gonna say Conrad's got the, the right look going. Backwards hat with the you know, leather strap. On point. That's how I like to wear my. So yeah, we were talking about what position he would play on football field. I could buy. Oh, we're, we're we're big football fans. He's got a pretty good pretty good arm. Looks like it does a pretty tight spiral. And you know, just judging by the positions on the field, I don't know. Well, I told hard. you, Chris Briney played baseball. I don't know if he was a pitcher, but but yeah, he could be a quarterback. He could be a quarterback. Brown sitting on the bench. Before we get to Adam Fisher, we get easy with the velocity, Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> which is a line that i've come to love it's just not i i pick on it because it's not something that somebody wouldn't say with two guys are playing catch with a football no one would say easy with the velocity velocity is too big of a word but <laughs> we quote it another word thing we quote all the time this is our most quotable episode it for is sure and adam fisher shows up intercepts the ball interception Jeremiah, again, just happy to have him there. Conrad. Jerk. Yeah. Very, very closed off to, to dad. I, I, well, it's just like, it's a contradicting to me. It's mm-hmm. like, go spend some time with mom. But like, bro, bro, you didn't want him here at all. 
Yeah, but if he's going to be here, he needs to spend some time with mom. I think Conrad can sense that things aren't going well between mom and dad. If you're Conrad and you found out that mom has cancer and then all of a sudden dad is not showing up, dad's always at work, and you don't know that mom asked dad to stay away yet. Mm -hmm. He's probably thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like I have to take care of mom. You must know, and you're not helping with the situation. But then wouldn't he be happy to have him at 4th of July? Not if he's already been he's already absent. Himself. Yeah. And is that true? That's not. He does get some pretty D-bag lines, but. Purposefully. Yeah, Tom Everett Scott. I remember him from Boiler Room. If they follow anywhere close to the books for season two, we're going to see a lot more Adam Fisher. Good. So. And then uh, I just have to comment on this, even though it's very quick. Belly, poor Belly, has no idea what's going on. She's kind of lost a grip on reality. The girls are packing up to leave. She can't understand why. Cam's standing there with her. And I love oh, David Iacono, the, the half-hearted, like, yeah, guys, stay. stay. Like she, he just witnessed what happened. He just witnessed the torpedoing of. Yeah, and he takes her drink from her. It's 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 a very good nonverbal. He takes her drink from her and says, "I'm I'm probably gonna head out too." Don't you think that? And she's clueless. She's clueless. She just wants to keep the. Par- she's like so drunk, drunker than everyone else. Wants to keep the party going. It reminds me of the Himyum episode where they are like want to have new friends so bad. That they smother all the couples when they come over. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Lily and Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another show we love, by the way. How much your mother. We forgot about uh, the interaction that happens before then. Where Conrad and Jeremiah went to go dig the clam pit. Oh, fuck. And he, he throws the thing of dirt. He, at, he, uh, like dirt or seaweed or something like that. That, that would have been hands. That would have been a fight. And for Maybe sure. Oh, yeah. Well, so Casey actually has an older brother. I feel like if that, what, what, and we're that age, holy shit. Well, a lot of restraint on, on Conrad's okay. part, but I think he realizes that he's being a jerk, and I think that he knows he's affecting Jeremiah, so he's not and, you know, and, and he's putting scene, it out for the sake of the dad. In this scene, he's like, okay, fine, like, whatever. Like, you still think our dad is. I'm with Jeremiah on this one. Hero. I'm like, come on, like, be nice to dad. What's going on? Like, yeah. Supposed to be like set it to the side for at least for today. July 4th, come on. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah looks bigger than Conrad in the scene. Taller? Like just bigger. Hmm. Watch it again. They like Conrad looks small. They may have shot that way purposefully. Uh, but I, I mentioned this because then you see Conrad walking uh, with like crap all over him and belly. <laughs> Who just lost all of her friends looks over and is like sea creature great writing you love that writing why do you love that writing so much what what is it about because it's, sea so random. it's so random like first of all for a 16 year old to have the pull like that like awesome okay fair enough it's just unique you gotta love unique uh polls and references and yeah uh steven i guess was inside talking to adam Again, Adam just uh, the quintessential dad, country club, rich friends, 
secret poker. Big tips. Yeah, big tips. Um, I, I only mentioned that scene because obviously, as we know it, it comes back. But uh, that's where Steven is. I think he's like in there washing dishes. And then he goes out and the girls are leaving. Their Uber is here. He has an interaction with Shayla. And I don't blame Shayla. I don't blame her at all. I don't blame. No, she Shayla did what she did, but she was very convincing. Oh, she she played it perfectly. She was very convincing. And yeah. if I was Steven, I'm like, oh, damn. I like that she didn't let him lie. Though she mentioned, oh, you know Taylor, and then he starts to talk that's, about that's Taylor. It's like, but yeah, and then she's like, I know you hooked up, so we can just get that out there in the open. At which point he looks really hurt, but he did what he did, and consequences. So, um, but I just, I, I love Shayla, uh, just in general. She's a very strong, confident person, yeah. and they keep her that way. I don't know why someone like that. You know, she doesn't, yeah. she doesn't uh, fly off the handle. She's very emotionally competent about it all. You don't get a scene of her like breaking down in tears. She's she's got control of the situation. Love that girl. Then the shower scene. My well, I can't say it's my favorite. There's so there's so many good ones in this episode, but um across the entire run of episodes, it's yeah, it's it's a top five. Belly, drunk belly two margarita glasses interrupting and she's again she's so drunk there's like no sense of personal space (laughs) and she just is talking to him while he's in the shower and uh he knows it's it's actually it's really cute and i like how chris played it um or probably just some very good direction on it but he's He's smitten by her, right? Like, even us watching it, she is drunk, but she's adorable. She's got the liquid courage going. Yeah, she's, but she's so adorable and she can't even help herself. And he, like, like, smirks at her and just straight up asks her, like, how many of those have you had? Because, you know, you're, you're being this way. Um, And she calls him out. She calls him out on... The infinity necklace, which bold move for for our girl to to do that because she's the one that was snooping. He doesn't know anything about it. Uh, he does now, and she she knew it. She was right. He doesn't he doesn't uh, admit to it though. So as a first time, it was a non yeah non, as an omission. There was an omission there for sure. He he doesn't he doesn't say yes. But he doesn't say no either. And she walks off. I knew it. And what hair? What hair is just so romantic to Belly, at least? You can get what she's saying. Oh, yeah, of course. He's like saying, like, she says that even. He, he, I think, is still trying to play it off. He's like, what's so romantic about wet hair? And she's, she's probably, she's a, like, you don't get it. The notebook, <laughs> you know? Yeah. The cover of the notebook. That's what she's talking about. Oh, then we get to the scene that makes everyone cringe. You said you hate watching it. The next two scenes are I hate. Really? Right? Like the one between Laurel and Susanna. Oh, yeah. And uh, Belly Laurel. Just because it's just too too dramatic? It's just too cringe, awkward. Oh, yeah. Feel bad. I would hate to be there. Like Well, it's it's again that that record scratch moment. Laura's talking about 
belly completely torpedo in this party. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start with the she she wa- yeah. So Belly walks in, two drinks in her hand, and she's already downed the she's in the middle of downing the second of the two margaritas. Uh Laurel catches her. She lets it she lets her go. Um Susanna's bringing out the beautiful, beautiful cake. And Belly trips, falls, cake goes in the pool. It's it's a disaster. You needed a way to unearth the Susanna Adam thing, which is why it was so important that it happened. Because what, what we were just talking about, like, yes, Jeremiah was just like, okay, whatever it is, squash it for today, right? Like, we have eight hours left. Dad will be leaving soon. Just squash it. And that's what Susanna intended to do. Just let the dad be there, not ruin it for the kids, and just get through the day. But you know, if something like that just happened to you, we found out that it was her grandmother's cake stand. She just got embarrassed. And Adam's the one that's trying to help her up and she just snaps. And that's that's like the oh shit moment for everyone. Like, oh, they're they're fighting. Even though Laurel had, had uh, kind of gotten that out of him earlier. And then Belly with, it's not my favorite quote, but it's a little bit self-serving that it's a, uh, it's a great, great quote. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I think Victoria is really cool. Uh, I like that. It was great. And then you don't like the scene after that either, but it's... Well, it's just like... It's because we love these two. We love these two and their friendship. You're about to have it out. You find out that Adam cheated on Susanna three years ago when she had chemo. Um, she didn't tell Laurel back then because Laurel would have told Susanna to leave him. Rightly so. Just protecting her girl. Uh, and now she actually does want to, does want to leave him. She said something like, I don't want him there at the end, which I get, which I get, but also selfish on Susanna's part. Like she, she might not be around. So she's still, you know, the boys still have a father. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. I don't know what their living situation is back, back in Boston, but. They could probably live in the same house and be avoid each other. Would you do it for the sake of the kids? Would you do it just for your own self worth? I don't. I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's just yourself in. so hard for Susanna. Maybe she wants to get herself a new thing. Um, I think everything that Laurel said is is true from her perspective and probably true in general. Um, that from the outsider's view is probably your call. And it was. It was truthful and it was honest, but I think it cut a little bit. And Susanna just claps back with the, well, there's nothing you'd like more. Then to pick up all the pieces of, of my life. Yeah. And then Laurel with the, with the fuck you. It's just well done. Well done. You know, it's, it's a good, it's acted well. Oh, those two, two those two are great. Yeah. Two professionals. And then Laurel storms out. She's going to get herself a drink. Mm-hmm. Then what happens after that? Then, oh, obviously it's not my favorite Jeremiah scene. But again, I, I mentioned this when we were doing Summer Dress. Just I like the moments where Jeremiah is there for his boy. So they're lighting the fireworks. Jeremiah and Stephen are talking. Stephen's being sad, guilty, all of it about what went down with Shayla and he confides in Jeremiah 
Jeremiah tells him to quit his fucking moping and go tell her. He translate the translates the conversation they had. Yeah. But I'm like, Steven, have you have you never uh he says he's never felt any way, you know, this way about anyone before. And she was convincing. She she was convincing. It's like he's never interacted with a with a girl before. I don't know. Well, he's probably never been in that situation where he felt that that felt that way for someone. He's probably never cheated, cheated on someone. Yeah. yeah. And the the definition of their relationship was probably a little bit murky as it is. Mm-hmm. But I love the Jeremiah, like, all right, give me some. And then Steven runs yeah, off. Jer's the man. Yeah. Jer's the man. Jer, Jer's the man. And he has that. I, I I think there's a duality to it and the way that they splice these these scenes together. That was perfect. So you get that from Jeremiah and then you get Jeremiah coming into the house and dad's on his way out. Dad's on his way out. And Jeremiah's upset about it clearly there's a comment about oh i'm not as good as conrad you can start to see that he's just deeper as a character than we've explored yet and he's got his own insecurities and he's got his own thing going on we saw it in episode three where we were talking about you can start to see right a little bit of jealousy a little bit of interest in belly and i don't know at that point if the interest in belly is simply because he always feels a little bit inferior to to conrad right well, she's, feels, so she's constantly thing. talking about conrad conrad is always the guy who's probably really good at sports all this stuff oh yeah so jer is always putting himself on display being funny being nice he's a ham <laughs> everyone they being a ham whenever he's at the the debutante hall they he's putting out a song and doing mm-hmm. a dance and doing this stuff he, he hams it up yeah. So that's how he gets his attention because Conrad's getting his attention from sports and such. Yeah. And you get some other coupley interactions that that I like. You get uh, Stephen going to Shayla, heart in hand, and apologizing. And I I like that she didn't overreact to it. I think again, it's just a, her her character is is a fixed point, and they don't drag that out. Sean Kaufman in an interview said that what he likes most about his character of Steven is that he loves so deeply and he just kind of wears his emotion on his sleeve, which is the complete and utter contrast of the other two guys. When he fucks up, he just goes in, goes and fixes it. He doesn't, he doesn't overthink for too long. And I, I do like that about the Steven character. And then you get Laurel. We just got to talk about it very quickly. Laurel goes to the hotel bar. Martini, what up? Of course, Cleveland is there. Yep. I mean, where else the writers hang out? They're all hanging out at the same places in uh, Cousins Beach. I guess so. And uh, I, I, I like that those two, this conversation between them shows that they're connected by writing, by being two Asian American authors, and the whole that that, that, kind of uh can continue pin you down in um i think jenny probably yeah you know put a little bit of herself in in that yeah um and i understand it then i didn't notice it the first time around but then you see laurel see victoria and john walk in she immediately asks Cleveland to get out of there i was i was shocked to my very core 
of what happened next. Yeah, the next scene. I thought they were going to go for a nice walk on the beach. Well, I don't that's know. Why the show just keeps it's not so vanilla. There's a lot of yeah, sherbet flavors and you know. Well, there's so many there's so many relationships. It's it's so much richer and deeper than just a show about teenagers coming of age. Yeah. You know, it's it's not it's not your typical like high school. This isn't Saved by the Bell. Yeah. So Laurel in Cleveland, uh, a little bit of funny business there. In the car. Little hanky panky. Yeah, in the car in the parking lot. And then I think after that is when she walks in, right? Like you get that scene and then you see her walking in. Yep. She's she's smiling to herself. Like I just do. Yeah. She's, but she's also happy. She's happy. Which go Laurel. Yes. Go Laurel. Uh, she she needed that after so much cereal in this show because she's eating cereal again. Mm-hmm. Cereal in the beginning of the show. There's a cupboard filled with cereal. Jerry drinks cereal, the milk out of other people's cereal. Every so episode, gross. there's a cereal. So gross. But uh, yeah, Belly's sitting there and uh, kind of surprises Laurel, takes her back, and they have a great scene. It's the longest take between those two actors, and it was the first time that I felt. That they were close. There was a closeness. A very typical of a mother-daughter conversation where, you know, the mom will possibly be just as just very, very nice to the guy who's dating her daughter. But at the end of the day, she always is going to have her daughter's uh, back when it comes to what, what she chooses. So it was a very true-to-life interaction, I would say, that they had. Yeah. She could have flew off the handle and said, supposed to be dating cam mm. but oh like judgy judgy yeah well i think this was an important arc for belly like yes she got there via getting drunk but when she sobers up she has two very important conversations with each of her parents she's asking dad does mom not love you anymore she's asking mom what was your relationship like with dad? Why didn't that work out? I think there's a lot of self-discovery going on for Belly. And I think I like that she's 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 seeking information. She knows that she fucked up. She knows that she isn't treating Cam right. Or there's not, you know, there's something missing from, from the Cam situation. She keeps being pulled back in by, by Conrad. And I like that she's not just being very flighty about it all like she's starting to actually have thoughts on it and she's she's you can tell that you know it's episode four out of seven she's starting to come into her own and she wants to make the right decision and she's seeking advice from her parents i tell you what she'll probably never drink pomegranate margarita again oh she said the way she's feeling the next day (laughs) well how many times have you said that how many times have i said that anyone but like like, like, i'm never drinking again but no specifically like when you get sick off of something when you're young, you never revisit it again. Oh, probably. Not. Like I remember I had like blackberry brandy one time. It was like one of the first times I ever drank. Could ne- never again. Never again. So and she'll a little trial by fire here. She's probably not gonna get turned up for a while. Okay. And then cut to she's trying to go out for a late night swim at the end of the dock. All right, I guess at the end of the pier, it's Conrad standing out there. I like that she goes to resolve it. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that she doesn't avoid the situation. She walks down there. 
there's a cute you know, great song does, playing. Does, does everybody hate me now? So that's that's what you were talking about. There's the guilt, right? Like, does everybody hate me now? Sorry, I made an ass of myself in front of you. But he's down there thinking about it. Like, this is the first time that he's probably internalizing, like, oh shit, I have to tell her now. She knows. Mm-hmm. So he's so he's probably down there like replaying how he's gonna bring up this necklace thing over and over and over again. So they're standing there quietly. We might just get away with it. Love it. Love it. Oh, it's... I mean, I think everyone. This is the most cinematic scene of the episode, and probably the best scene of the entire series. The we long have... shot when she's walking down. It just makes you feel good. It's a uh, the music is perfect. You know the what happens with up from the deck is yeah. great. These two on the pier, it's it's hard. It makes it very hard. Like they've been through a lot, a lot of awkwardness, a lot of unsaid stuff, a lot of just like childish banter back and forth. It's fine. Like the chips are down here. Yes. At this moment. Yeah. And you're right. It's very cinematic. It's very grand and. You know, it's it's designed that way because you can't help but root for these characters, especially when a Taylor Swift song just drops yeah, in the middle of their interaction. A hundred percent of a hundred percent of people who watch an episode watch the episode five right after. Yeah. You know, that's that's an ending. That was a great ending. You gotta go watch the next one. It did exactly what it was intended to do. As a fan, I'm assuming I can only assume is to break all of our hearts and leave us wanting wanting more. And it he it's an admission. He admits. I like that they use the word embarrassed, right? When she asks him why he didn't give her the necklace, he said, "I guess I was embarrassed." Like in front of everyone, that would have been an embarrassing thing. Too. Well, it's all, but that's the thing. It's only embarrassing if he has feelings for her. True. Yeah. True. If you know, if he found it on the street, I was like, "Oh my god, it's an infinity necklace!" Like I'll give I'll give it to Belly. It's very different, but. Uh, because Vicky has an infinity necklace. I do have an infinity necklace that you bought me. Yes, I did. That was at the start of this mad madness. Deep dive down into this TSITP. Oh, I love it. I wear it every day. Then he says, "What does he say?" He says, "Uh, you don't know the effect you have on people." And then now it's her turn to play it off. Like she I, doesn't, though. She does. Well, she doesn't. But at, it's just if you put yourself in her shoes, this is something she's been wanting dreaming about like wondering if it was ever gonna happen so for him to say that i think it's very normal for her to be like wait is this is this is, really, is this really happening she's like i don't know what you're talking about yeah and he's like yeah you do like you've called me out on a lot of shit like up to this point and, and then they start leaning in but yeah. now you know that jeremiah oh, when i was watching it and it, the music gets loud did you know he was going to do it? Do you think he was going to shoot the firework at them? No. <laughs> he knew something's coming. I didn't think he was going to do it. I, oh, when I was watching it, it's just, it's that moment in shows or movies. I think it happens more to me in movies when you can tell there's a plot twist and you can see it coming and now they're showing it. And I'm just, I was just sitting there like, I don't know clutching my pillow yeah jeremiah has clutching got the, my pillow being like don't do it don't do it, read oh it all over his face he's got like the first time you see like i don't want to say dark side but you see like oh it's dark yeah you see oh, like it's dark 
Jeremiah has continuously had this like upbeat, uplifting type of action. It's, it's like scary, dark. <laughs> like Gavin is. Well, he got his angry. his his pops just dipped. Father's about to he's fixing everyone else's relationships, like Steven. He's been here all day. No girl. Yeah. Dad left. Everyone else is having a girl. Now Conrad's gonna have two. <laughs> messed this up for him. Oh. This is being a little bratty, probably. I yeah, I uh we'll we'll talk about it in the next episode. The episode ends, and even if you haven't watched the entire series, the trailer talks about the two Fisher boys and even teases that she's gonna have something with Jeremiah. So um you know, even before they released it all, you know that there's got to be something between her and Jeremiah. And, yeah, while we could say it was him being bratty and that it was built up from some of these other occurrences, um, he does have feelings for Belly. And I think that's his worst nightmare. I think if he actually had feelings for her and he was, for whatever reason, taking his time on it, you just know, like, as soon as Conrad reciprocates feelings for Belly, it's over. It's over for fucking everyone. Nobody else got a shot. So, and then it ends. We still worship this love. <laughs> what a song. Great song. Great, great, great song. So, favorite scene? I gotta talk about something first. This is my whole thought process, right? This is, this is your big take. This is my big take. Spoiler alert of something. If you haven't watched episode five, six, seven, it's not that big of a deal, but this is a spoiler coming. Do you think that this is the reason why John and Victoria aren't together anymore? Because she let Belly drink, which then <laughs> torpedoed the entire party yeah. and ruined July 4th. Sure. This is some deep shit. If I was putting myself in, insert myself into that relationship, I don't think that, I don't imagine they were in a serious enough relationship at that point yet to have survived this day. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Like that, that, do you think it, Laura it, was went, a, it was a new relationship. Do you think Laura went for her neck? Text message. Fires off a text message. Hey, if you're ever on no. Valley again, I don't want, just not feed her margaritas. No. Or dad's taking care of that. I think dad's, I think dad's on it. No more pomegranates. <laughs> yeah, we will not In be stopping. We're not going to be stopping at the fruit stand next time. Yeah, I, I just think that it was probably a new, to your point, like fun new relationship for them. And it's a, it's a lot. So, it's a lot for, I don't know. Where's Gigi all episode? She's not a main character. Or her. <laughs> um. All right. Favorite song? It's got to be Taylor Swift. It's got to be the Taylor Swift. False God. What are some other jams from there? Um. You have a list. When there's they, there's when, a bunch of songs that I didn't know. When Victoria pulls up, yes, that's uh, so hot. You're hurting my feelings. And then I think the beach song is good too. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. It's a great one, but yeah, false god. It's perfect, perfect for the mood, perfect for the scene. Jenny said multiple times that while she didn't have every single big musical moment picked out. She knew all of the Taylor Swift songs and she knew all of the scenes. It was already in her head for all of them. Was this 
Was this a big song in the Taylor Swift verse? It wasn't. So Jenny, Jenny loves the song too. And she said that it's her favorite song from that album. And she said that in her opinion, it should have been a single. I would have to side with Jenny on that one. Jenny said that she, (laughs) she was driving uh, the, I guess, what do you call it? Like music director crazy because she had him try like eight different versions. Oh my God, I just found that. Where the song came in. Okay. Cut. I think in the fourth episode, this is a direct quote. I'm reading it off Cinema Blend. I think in the fourth episode when we used False God, I felt sorry for our poor music editor because I made him add the song literally eight times in different ways where I was like, can we try starting it at this moment? Can we put it here? Can we have him walk out to it? Like I wanted to see it at all different ways to see what the best way to marry to the scene. Hmm. It would have been different if they had Conrad walking out to it. Did, did it say him walking out to it or her walking out to him. it? Him. Him. And I think it's better that she finds him at the end of the pier and then she walks down to him. I think it plays just that it's important for the, like some of the most dramatic moments of the song are happening when it's on Jeremiah too. So yeah, it works for him as well. Uh, so which character won the episode? I know we've been excluding her, but I think Belly wins the episode. Uh, I disagree. What? She torpedoed the party. She got an almost kiss from Conrad Fisher. Hey, take her out. Take her out. No, I gotta. I have to unpack this. What? She. Oh. Okay, I'll let. I'll let you. If that's I'll the main go. goal, then yeah, she gets. She almost got him. Actually, her lifelong she, dream has come true. It's hard. How about it's got to be Conrad with this episode then? Okay, because ooh, I'll let you say what you're gonna say, but that's I may I may I may flip flop. I may say Conrad. Okay, so as I'm saying, Conrad wins the episode because he's finally out in the open. They finally the chips are down. Mm -hmm. They know they like each other, and it's out in the air now. So if he was holding this in, it's out. I think Conrad wins. He he's happy in the beginning when he finds out his dad's not going to be there. He's being helpful with the festivities, right? Mm-hmm. First time he's genuinely happy in a scene with Belly, mm-hmm. drawing him out a little bit. Good Conrad episode. We did our own synopsis, gave the rundown of the episode, and this is what it says on IMDb. Let's see if it how you feel about it. It's the 4th of July. The fathers have come to Cousins for Susanna's annual party at the beach house. Tensions flare between Conrad and his father. Belly and the Fisher brothers make margaritas and chaos ensues with dire consequences. Um, I will say this. It was an important episode. Oh, uh, important episode. It was a great episode. Highest rated on IMDb, might I add. Uh, 7 point. out there increase with me. Uh, highest, highest rated yet, oh. I'll say. So uh, 7.4. And uh, so that's, I mean, it brings the heat. It's summer heat and it brings the heat. I thought it was the right amount of fun. I think you could watch this as a standalone episode. Yeah. Uh, One of our followers wanted us to unpack a little bit of the Conrad character and the difference between episode three and episode four. They, uh, They said... It's unclear what the actual timeline is, but that there's just such a dynamic 
almost like a light switch. Um, they they said it was abrupt, and I wanted to, to talk about that a little bit. Okay, well, refresh me. How does the summer nights end? The last episode was more about Conrad and Cleveland, but okay. you could start to see that he was showing some interest in Belly from afar. How does it end? And he doesn't. What's the last scene? They don't have a scene. There's not a lot of. There's not a lot of Conrad. The, the last scene for Conrad is with him in Cleveland on the boat where he had fucked up not showing up to help him prepare for the interview. Okay. So I think the abruptness in which she speaks of is just the fact that he has been moping around for three episodes and now all of a sudden he is chipper yeah. on July 4th. So I think, thank you for writing in, by the way. Um, I think it's just, in my opinion, the fact that he hates his dad that much. That he's excited that they're going to have this big party today and uh, not going to have to. Yeah. Maybe maybe he was expecting his dad to come and then he found out that morning that he's not. Yeah. So he's like, you know, that jolt of. Yeah, there's a sense of relief or good news. Yeah. I mean, the timeline is definitely unclear. Right. So because you have the last episode was Belly's birthday. So if you follow along with the book they generally get two cousins they leave philly right after school lets out so call it june call it june then you have belly's birthday at some point well it can't be july 4th right because this is july 4th so end of june is belly's birthday so i don't i yes it could be abrupt um i don't know what would be your guess that there's like a couple weeks in between no fourth no 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 I'm going to put some timestamps on you there, girly. When Shayla is talking to Steven about what happened, she says last weekend, last weekend she was in New York. You were talking up a Taylor. Are you sure about that? Boom. Are you sure about that? I think so. Wow. I think you're right. Nice pull. So there you go. That's the timestamp because you know July 4th, I'm assuming, is happening on July 4th. Belly's birthday, what? Uh, end of June? Like last week of June? And puts the party at the end of June. And you were in... You hooked up with Taylor. Oh, no. That's that, that's just Belly's best friend. <laughs> I know I'm not going to get out of this one, buddy. So it's... Okay, so there's been a week mm-hmm. between that. Um, so if you want to call that abrupt, I, I guess you could... I my my thought on the abruptness I didn't read it as abrupt I didn't read it as him flip-flopping his feelings I I agree with you I think he's happy that his dad's not coming I think he has a lightness to him in this episode that's the first time we see it and maybe he really loves clams <laughs> I don't know but I like I said, I, I think this needed to happen because if not, for me, it was not believable that Belly would be so attracted to him because there's just not that many flashbacks. In the book, there are way more flashbacks that talk about the relationship and all the sweet things he does. Or even if it's something very simple, like he's the older brother who's nice to her. Like there's a chapter in the book where... Uh, they're going I think they're going to camp out on the beach and she wants to tag along and they're just mean to her they're like oh no like you can't come boys only shit like that and he gets them to stop being mean to her he 
kind of talks to her and then on their way out like he says good night belly and then the last line of that chapter i think is something like and then i knew it i was in love which i mean she's like 10 years old eight or 10 years old um but yeah i i think i don't know if this is abrupt i think that he definitely does have feelings for her which we saw i think that it's a return to his old self that for whatever reason he is in a better mindset in a better headspace and it's allowing us to see in present time more of the normal connie right before all this other baggage or weight of the world got thrown on him so 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 that's 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 what i think i don't think it flips on a dime continue sending in these questions and we'll do a mailbag episode next time yeah so Fire those questions in, gang. We'd love to riff. All right. So episode four, Summer Heat, directed by Jeff Chan. He also directed Summer Nights, the one before. Uh, Teleplay by, his name is completely real, Speed Weed. (laughs) Teleplay by Speed Weed, who has also done anything important. Arrow. What, what? Yeah. Shout out. Co-executive producer and writer. Uh, Vicky's a huge Arrow fan. Uh, okay. And then, like I mentioned before, 7.4 on IMDb, the highest rated episode to date. So what an episode you asked me before. Oh yeah. What did you, what's your, how do you, what's your read on the stars? 10, 10. I, I wrote it. I rated it 10 on IMDb. So I'm going to, so I'm going to influence that rating that, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, score. there's hundreds of them, so I don't know. Yeah. How much I, I give it a 10. I will be totally self-aware. I think I told you this. The scenes are great. There's not a lot of lag or drag. There's not a lot that I would skip on a rewatch. And if I did skip anything, it'd be 30 seconds anyway. So you just power through it. And there's three Conrad and Belly scenes. And they're all great scenes. So you got the bed making, the shower scene, and then the scene to end it. So if you're a Belly and Conrad shipper, you get through the episode just to hit those, those three points. And that's what I do. All right. I love it. Better Glasses Pod on Instagram, betterwithglassespod at gmail.com if you want to write in. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Y'all are the best. And we'll see you next time.